sir, I, I, let me stop you right there. Uh, I can see you really want to have a conversation, but uh, I'm trying to read here, so shut the fuck up. Nope, here we go. A fucking downward spiral. Hey, buddy, still trying to read here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're back. Did you enjoy your break? Uh, yeah, I did enjoy my break. It was uh, it was okay. How was your break? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Welcome to the Review to Death podcast, everyone. I'm Marcus. I'm Luke, and we're back with our international edition. Yeah, yeah, we uh, you know we put the uh, HP Lovecraft stuff to bed, and now we're going overseas. And we're starting off in Taiwan. You were uh, when we were watching this movie, which is uh, the sadness. Uh, you were talking about, you asked me if I had seen any movies from Taiwan, and I said that I didn't know. So, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, as we were watching this, it's like, wait, are there any other, and I'm not just saying horror movies, but in general, are there any other Taiwanese movies that I've heard of or, or seen? So I did a, you know, a quick Google search, and uh, one came up, and it's really the only one that I, I've seen, and that's just, you know, because of my limited viewing of foreign movies. But it's a movie from 2011 called uh, Warriors of the Rainbow, otherwise known by, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this title, uh, Cedic Bale. Uh, it's about a Taiwanese uprising uh, against colonial uh, Japanese rulers in the 1930s. It was uh, produced by John Woo. Uh, really, really good movie. Highly recommend it to anybody that's into war movies, action in general. Um, it's amazing. There's, there's two versions out there. There's the international version, and then there's the actual version from you know Taiwan that the filmmakers wanted you to see, which is like a four-hour war epic, and and go see the four-hour epic. That reminds me of that other. It's a Chinese movie that uh, Red Cliff. Red or Cliff. Like that. That's yeah, right. I did watch all of that one. Red Cliff was good. The only problem with that one is that it, it was a little difficult to keep track of the characters. It it was, but, you know, but that's because I'm just I'm I'm you know from right. the west, so it's I'm not used to the names and stuff like that. And and uh, the uh, Warriors of the Rainbow has I had the same problem with that movie, but it's awesome. It's like jungle warfare in the 30s because it was this, you know this Taiwanese rebellion. Um, but yeah, that was it. That's the only movie that came to mind. Um, so I did see that one too, and I did enjoy it. It's been a long time, but I did enjoy it. But yeah, besides that, uh, all I got is that one and the sadness so far. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're together in the same room again tonight, and uh, uh, I've got my whiskey, and you've got your beer. Let's, uh, let's crack into the sadness. Yeah, let's let's crack right into it. Um, yeah, two in a row, by the way. Yeah. Two in a row live recordings. That's not going to happen ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, it was a, a fluky thing that happened that allowed us to do this. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. What, what a, you know? Cheers. Uh, cheers. Where are you at? There you are. There you go. Delicious I'm sure, whiskey. I'm sure our, our tens of viewers enjoyed that. <laughs> All right, so the sadness is billed as being like this ultra-violent and graphic thing, and it is, so we're going to give a, a quick content warning here because it, it, it gets uh, it gets pretty insane, um, and that's how it's billed, and that's sort of its catching point, its marketing view, and uh, the big question that the both of us had when we were going to watch this is, this was this going to be another 
uh, Puppet Master, Iron Reich, whatever thing that we watched, where it was the last Puppet Master we did last year, and it was just all gore, and there was no story and nothing else. There was nothing redeeming about it, because we had both agreed that, you know, gore and violence does not a movie make. Right. I think that was The Littlest Reich, right? Yes, that The was... Littlest Reich, not Iron Reich. That yep. is a movie, but yep. we did not watch that one. Well, we, we watched a million Puppet Master movies, so <laughs> yes, you're, <we> did. <laughs> you know, don't feel bad about getting them confused. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. Uh, you know shit's real when... Uh, by the way, this is available on Shudder. Uh, when Shudder starts the movie with a, a PSA flashcard that says this movie contains, you know, graphic depictions of violence. Uh, you know, that's you know that's all Shudder is, is horror movies. That's the first time I've ever seen a warning before a movie from Shudder. Yeah, but do you think that Shudder actually did that? Or do you think the filmmakers wanted it? Like another sort of layer to the myth. It could be that, honestly. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, that that's what this movie's whole, whole selling point is, right? Like, that's yeah. how they, you know, we're, we, we've made the most fucked up zombie movie ever made. And uh, you know you want to fucking watch this shit. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> I mean, all right, let's be honest. Yes, there are some pretty freaking disturbing things in there. But we have seen, like, the kind this kind of stuff before. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I feel like, well, first of all, this movie is really derivative of other things. It's not... Oh, it's not original at all. At all. Uh, it's heavily inspired by a comic book uh, series by uh, Garth Ennis called Crossed, which I haven't read, but from the synopsis that I have read of it, yeah, this is the same story. Uh, also, I haven't read it either. I, I did read a couple of uh, articles on sadness and some reviews from fans of Crossed. Yeah. And they said that like half of the stuff in Crossed they'd never be able to do on screen anyway. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't even imagine after watching the sadness. But uh, the other thing that uh, I, I couldn't remember the name of the movie while we were watching it, but uh, it reminded me of uh, George Romero's uh, The Crazies. Which oh they, yeah, it's exactly the same plot, pretty which, much. Which they remade, you know, with Timothy Oliphant a few years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same shit. So what is this unoriginal story that we're talking about, Luke? So the synopsis uh, per IMDb is a young couple trying to reunite amid a city ravaged by a plague that turns its victims into deranged, bloodthirsty sadists. Yeah, raise your hand if you've seen that movie before. Yeah, I mean, basically any, any zombie, zombie movie, movie ever. I mean, Although, it, whether it be a young couple or like a family member or whatever, people are trying to get together, reunite in a you know apocalyptic event. I would say that this one is more along the lines of like a Twenty Eight Days Later than like a traditional zombie movie, though, because it's it is an infection. Right, right. These aren't technically zombies; they're still living people uh, <laughs> that are being infected by something called the Alvin virus. Yep, sounds innocent enough. You don't want to get the Alvin. No. Yeah, fuck that, man. <laughs> Alvin's a hoax, man. <laughs> yeah, man, it's invented by the government, man. There's no there's no Alvin. I'm not getting no Alvin vaccination. There are a couple of those instances in the movie too. They're they're clearly making fun of uh you know, some of the stuff that happened during our current pandemic. Oh yeah, there's that. Well this was made in twenty twenty one, so it was right in the middle recent, of all yeah. that. And I mean, this is one of our most recent movies that we've we've ever reviewed here, uh, and uh, it also pokes a lot of fun at the Chinese government. And remember, this was made in Taiwan, so it's yeah. uh, it's it's pretty funny. Man, any chance they get, right? Yeah. I mean, it was that whole press conference scene. Yeah, is amazing. 
<laughs> it's one of my favorite parts in the movie. The Sadness is a Taiwanese production, but um, it's not not all Taiwan, is it? No, it's, uh, I mean, through and through, the, the, the cast and crew is Taiwanese, including the actors, people behind the, the scenes, uh, with the exception of the director. Uh, I think it's a guy named called Rob Yabaz. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, he's from Canada, uh, born and raised in the city of Mississauga, which is, I mean, it borders Toronto. And it's funny, that's kind of like my old stomping grounds. I used to live there uh, for about five years. Uh, so this is the guy. This is he. He directed and wrote it. He's got a background in uh, animation and short films, animation. He's a self-taught guy. Uh, he did all that stuff himself, and I don't exactly know how he got into this position to direct this insane, fucking, you know, right. zombie Taiwanese yeah. movie. But uh, that's what he ended up doing, and man, this movie's made a splash. Yeah, well, you know, it's got a lot of uh, press behind it. And so The Sadness is a, is a movie with two main characters and a bunch of side characters. But I'd almost say that there really is only one main character. Yeah, that would be Cat. Yeah, so yeah. you got Jim and Cat. Yeah. And the only connection that you get between the two is that the movie starts off real, um, real, like, melancholy. With them, like, laying in bed in the morning and lamenting the fact that they have to go do things and not spend the rest of the day together. Right. They're this young couple that's obviously in love, and uh, she's got to go do work shit, and uh, he's going to, what, stay home? He gives her a ride to work, right? That's yeah, pretty much I don't know what he's got to do. He's so underdeveloped as a character. Right. Yeah, Jim is a character that we don't need to worry too much about. Well, I mean, he does all of his stuff at the beginning. He talks right. to his neighbor, Mr. Lin. Right. Um... And where we learn about the Alvin virus, and there's some, like, you know, TV reports, uh, you know, like you haven't seen that before. Like, TV reports telling you what's going on in the well, world. Well, yeah, he, like, watches YouTube videos yeah. about it. He doesn't even watch, like, the news. He, yeah. watches, <laughs> he just watches YouTube, and they're talking about the Alvin virus, and he's like, oh, that's interesting. Well, he's, like, you know, chewing, chewing down on a, chowing down on a, uh, what is that, like a pork roll or something? Yeah, pork roll. Yeah, yeah. and... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all you hear about it. And so he, you know, he looks well, he outside also, the window, right? Yeah, he also is like the first one that you like get an attack, like an like an infected attack from. Well, yeah, he's the one that. Well, he sees the the old lady right on top yeah. of this roof. She's just yeah, standing I don't there. I think it's an old lady though, dude. I think it's an old man with like long hair because we heard his voice later on. I don't know, man. I think it's, I think in the credits, he's actually old <laughs> old woman. Like that's that's literally like what her character name is. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's another character later on we meet that whose character, his whole character name is Businessman. One of those movies. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I know it's it's old woman. I mean, yeah, she looks pretty messed up with makeup and all, so it's kind of hard to tell, but it's, it's definitely old woman. Well, long story short, after Kat leaves the apartment, everything that Jim does after that first attack is totally useless. Yeah, no, there's not much, not much use for it, and with the way his character pans out, it's kind of a... Kind of a waste of time. I mean, I guess it de- sort of develops the infected a little bit because it yeah. shows you how well, depraved, it, and how sort depraved of... and sadistic they are, well, and, and how... also really horny. Yeah, yeah. We should probably mention what the <laughs> virus does to you. It makes you uh, a fucking sex crazed uh, maniac that wants to kill everybody and then fuck everyone. Right, right. You're all of a sudden you, all your your all your base desires about violence and sex come to the forefront, and that's all you care about when you become uh, one of the infected. And uh, you know, right off the bat, if you're sensitive to any kind of stuff like that, there's a lot of sexual violence in this movie. A lot. It's really uncomfortable, and it's and it and it's uh, it gets to the point where they're just playing it for like, 
you know, the shock value. And it's like, eh, you man, I get it. You, well, can, be, you be, can be done with it now. Well, it becomes desensitizing. And yeah. uh, you know, I think I've made my views on sexual violence on this podcast clear before. And I'm not a fan. Uh, and uh, there's a, so much of it in this movie. So if you're at all sensitive to that, skip this movie. In fact, there are other many other reasons not to watch this movie. But this is one of them. We were talking about it, too. And I was saying that if I was like a professional actor... Like, I don't think I could be, like, the guy that's, like, the sexual harasser. I don't think I could even pretend to be that. Yeah, it'd be tough. I can't... Some of the scenes in this movie, I, I think I said, like, man, this must have been not fun to, to film. I yeah. can't even imagine. Uh, there's a little bit of sexual violence where it's, you know, men on men, but it's mostly directed towards women. Right. Uh, as these movies usually are. And, uh, yeah, it's, some of it is absolutely horrific. Not all of it is... It's actually... If I'm being honest, I guess it's kind of restrained as far as that goes, but there's a lot of it implied. Yeah, there's more like blood violence yeah. than like that they like sh- like showing it. Like it's more implied sexual violence. Right. Um, and you know, the, I had a real issue with it later with one of the characters. We'll get to her. Her name is Molly, because it it was like it just like it completely changed what her character was going to be. But we'll we'll get there. Right. Um, the first attack we get is Jim in sort of like a cafe. And, uh, you know, the old, the old lady comes in and like fucking dunks some guy's like head on the fryer bin or on like the stovetop or whatever it is. Oh yeah. She, she takes out the, uh, the, the oil, they, they fry stuff and pours it over this guy's head. And it's full on, like think Peter Jackson's dead alive, like flesh melting off and pulling off. It's, it's, it's gross. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. She, she starts, and it doesn't even like this movie, like it can't help itself. It's not just the fact that she pours this thing on this dude's head and face but he also she also uh grabs at the burned flesh and starts you know peeling it off it's that type of movie that's that's our first like introduction to what we're gonna see and it's you know it gets so much worse later and uh jim is you know sort of wading himself through this there's more people that like lose it and he he gets himself like out and he's starting to uh text cat and you know saying like don't you know don't come home i'll come to you because he goes home and he finds his neighbor, Mr. Lin, who's uh, super infected. And the way you know that people are infected is uh, their eyes get all wide and they're black. They're, like, totally black. They're also obviously fucking crazy. Yeah, I think it's, like, this kind of, like, this uh, tuberculosis-type, like, red tint around their eyes. Yeah. He kind of looks like Doc Holliday from Tombstone. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mr. Lin, who's, was like, a super nice neighbor, he comes in there with uh, his gardening shears and cuts off a couple of cuts fingers. His fingers off. And he seems not phased. James, uh, Jim uh, does not care about his fingers being gone. No, he wraps them up in like a, a couple of <laughs> tissues. And he's like good a couple to... of light napkins. Yeah. <laughs> Some cocktail napkins. And he's good to go. It doesn't really impede his progress for the rest of the movie. And he does not finish off Mr. Lin. He no. walks away from him and we comes like, oh, that's going to come back. And he never fucking he never, came back. He never came back. I didn't realize that until today. We never saw Mr. Lin again. Yeah, you know, apparently I did look at some trivia on this movie. Uh, the guy that plays Mr. Lin is like a recognizable face in Taiwan. He's like okay. a, a kind of a famous dude, so maybe they didn't want to kill him off for that reason. Okay. I don't know. Or maybe they just didn't have him for or, that long. Or the, Yeah, they had him for a day, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Um, and then the, for the rest, you know, uh, we can finish Jim's story here until the end. Because, uh, you know, it, after this part, it goes to Cat, and it stays with Cat for the majority of the rest of the movie. You see Jim by himself like one more time before he shows up at the end. And we'll get to that at the end. Uh, but you see him one more time like, you know, riding out on a motorcycle and uh, <laughs> trying to help a guy that's being 
You know, like the shit's getting beat out of him, and like there's these four or three guys beating the crap out of him, hitting him over the head with a baseball bat. And they're like, oh, let's play Nutcracker. And they uh, wrap some barbed wire around a pole and like, you know, ram him, spread eagle onto that thing. Yeah, he's that's all he had dudes wearing is his underwear, and it's like, you know, he's just full of blood. And uh, Jim shows up and he kind of scares him off, which I thought was weird. I'm like, oh, right. so they, so they are afraid because we haven't seen that until you know until this point. And uh, Jim goes over to this guy who's you know been getting his nuts hammered on, and his face is just all deformed because they've been beating this guy for God knows how long. And uh, this guy is not too happy, to, none too happy to see Jim. He's like, I was about to blow my load. Yeah, I was about to shoot my load. Or whatever. Man. Like, yeah, what are you doing? And it's you know, of course, it turns out he's an infected too. And uh, then they all then come the, back and the, start throwing shit at yeah, him. Yeah, then the then the infected youths come back and then they have rocks and sticks and then they they run jim off and uh, and then just fucking forget about jim he's not important yeah he starts having well the last time we really see him before the end he starts having these weird visions right yeah of like uh there's like a close-up of like a mouth that's opening and yeah like a and it's mouth not doing it's like not a, they're trying to hide the fact that he's going to be infected but he's like as soon as we saw that, he's like oh well, he's infected right so, so yeah, it's so, like yeah somewhere just forget about him it doesn't matter to this movie anymore. See, he must have gotten infected during that whole brouhaha right with those well yeah kids. because they they you know they do say that it is a you know it's a pathogen yeah, it's so blood, if, blood if you have any yeah if you have any contact right. with blood which he clearly did right you know right right um which uh makes cat so important later because she's had plenty of contact with blood in That's the movie right. but it turns out that she's immune but we'll get to that part too because uh you see cat on the the public transport she's on a train and uh, then uh, she meets a guy named the businessman who we've talked about before, and you'll know this guy because he's on he's on all the promo material. Right, he's like the older gentleman. He's not really that old, like because he's you know in his fifties. He's got his mouth wide open. He's screaming. He's covered in blood. That's that's the guy we're talking about. Yeah, if you've seen the trailer or, or like Marcus said, most any of the promo stuff, he, he's right there. And you know this guy's a creeper right away because he, you know, cat's trying to read a book and he just keeps. He's one of those dudes that just keeps on trying to, yeah, creepy, s- start a conversation. Yeah, starts touching her a little bit and she's telling him to stop and leave her alone. And so he gets all offended. And he's one of those guys that's like, "Oh, I was, I was so, I was nice, I was polite." And you know, you young people, you know that type of thing. Yeah, and um, you know, and then uh, and then another guy goes crazy on the train and just goes on a stabbing frenzy yeah dude this this scene was ridiculous there's so much blood <laughs> and there's so much stabbing like this guy like stabs like 10 people before anybody thinks about doing anything yeah dude he stabs people he cuts people's necks open uh, there's blood geysers a la evil dead 2 going on i mean there's literally about it's kind of like it's almost comedic yeah by the time it's all over there's, you know, like, they're, like, ankle deep in blood and grew. You know, and of course, again, anytime anyone comes in contact with, uh, you know, with blood, they get infected, too. So, all of a sudden, you have this enclosed space on this uh, subway train, which, you know, a minute ago was fine, and now it's just complete chaos. And yeah. uh, one of the people that uh, uh, befriends Cat a is... cat, or I guess Cat befriends her, is, is Molly. She's kind of like this... Uh, soft-spoken yes and very um, shy very, very shy yeah. like the opposite of cat right right um cat seems pretty i did like cat as a as a heroine even though i she, like molly too i really liked yeah. the 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 relationship that it, was those two had. it was a good dynamic it was a good dynamic 
Um, and Molly's character, which I thought was going to go one way, and then it totally went the other way and really pissed me off because I thought she, they were making her into like a really like honestly strong character, and then they took that right. all away later. Uh, but on the train, she gets stabbed in the eye. Yeah, by the businessman. By the businessman. Yeah, he pokes her eye out with his umbrella yeah. just because. And he, oh, and by the way, the entire time he's calling all the women uh, the C word. Uh, yeah. gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. He's, uh, they're all, all these guys that get infected become real, real misogynistic. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much their entire repertoire from here on out. So you're going to hear stuff like, uh, you know, cunt and bitch and all. It's just ad nauseum. Uh, it's a 90-minute movie. You're going to hear those words a lot. And so Kat gets Molly to the to the hospital, but it's not like the actual hospital. It's some other thing because they're locked down. And, um, you know, Molly gets her eye fixed. And, uh, you know, Kat's having discussions with Jim through text. And, uh, you know, everybody's just sort of hanging out, which is another thing we should talk about here is, too, because when the movie actually does slow down, because it's not nonstop gore. Right. It does have periods of like breaks, but those periods where they like where they stop and talk to each other, man, are they boring? They drag so much, and there's so many words, and it doesn't matter. For a movie light on story and one that's really indulgent in its gore and violence, and it's pretty much its you know reason for existing. One of the biggest problems I had with it off the bat is that it, it front loads all that stuff. So for this 99-minute movie, uh, the first 45 minutes are probably the most intense, pretty almost... Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it's relentless, but it's close to it. And then you get these, like Marcus said, these long pauses start to show up, and the movie grinds to a fucking halt because you realize, oh yeah, this movie has nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's really, it's just splatterpunk for splatterpunk sake. And these dialogue scenes that basically just are placeholders until the next horrible thing happens. Yeah. And um, so the next horrible thing that happens is that the infected break into the hospital where they all are. Because of course they're going to. Right. Like what else are they going to (laughs) do? Cat's off like in a stairwell because she's been texting. So she's trying to get a hold of, of, of Jim. Yeah. And so the businessman shows back up and this is what really pissed me off because, uh, the businessman has another run in with Molly and he's been, he breaks through the, the little barrier. Yeah. And, and that's, he's, he's the one that fucks up this whole hospital thing and he, he bites the, uh, uh, what the 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 security guard yeah. right or hits him with an axe or something yeah. I don't know but well and he's been talking like the whole movie since we left him he's been talking about how he's gonna get back to Cat and Molly and he's right. gonna you know fuck him real good yeah, and, you know yeah. like and um and you know up until this point after you know like Cat and Molly had escaped from the train station and Molly like punches a guy in the face you know who doesn't help them right like, they're setting her up to be like this really strong character right that's like gonna do a lot of cool shit like it's gonna be like some good character growth and so like when businessman and molly show up again i'm like oh, i'm fucking ready i'm ready for molly to fucking fuck this guy up done with the businessman and no that's not what happens the businessman walks up to her calmly takes her eye patch off she just fucking sits there and again for the shock value alone this guy fucks her eye yeah, her like eye. literally fucks her damaged eye. Yeah, her eye socket, which we 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 don't get to see. And you know, don't get to see it. We don't want to see it. And we don't and we don't see it. Thank goodness. Yeah, because uh, man, this this movie has a lot of eye trauma stuff. Not my favorite by any means. And uh, yeah, this this 
act is implied, but you're you're very aware of what's going on. And yeah, it like Marcus said, it sucks because we were ready for Molly to fuck businessman's shit up, and instead, she just doesn't. She just yeah, she just she just stares at him while he does it. And you, uh, see the, you see the aftermath later. You see of, yeah, of course, because Molly's infected yeah. after that. Of course you do. Yeah, so yeah, of course she's infected after that, and uh, uh, you know Molly ends up becoming you know. Like Mark could say, one of the infected. She kills that one guy that uh, didn't help them on the subway right. in, in a horrible, horrible sexual way. Uh, Cuts his dick off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it basically, anytime anyone can be killed in a sexual way, they go for it in this movie. So, um, you know, it's just, just a, again, another forewarning. It might not be for you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Kat has been sort of... Uh taken captive really by this uh you know virologist i'm saying that correctly guy that studies yeah. viruses and pathogens and stuff like that clearly not infected a guy that still has his wits about him and he's uh you know he has a conversation with with cat is this before or after the businessman part where we finally see the this end is of before bus- okay okay this is before yeah because the businessman's gonna finally get it but this is before right because uh you think that cat might be safe but he's being all weird you think originally he's being you know like really safe it's like i need to know you're not infected right Take this chemical shower i know change your change your clothes it, it, with the way the movie had been oh, up until then yeah it's so I, sketchy i was like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> So, because he's like, yeah, I'm going to take your clothes off and uh, take the shower. And I'm like, oh, no, where's this fucking going? He was like, this movie just, like, it's it's abused me so much up until that point. <laughs> I was like, it's just, you know, what what is going to happen? And uh, thankfully, no more of that. But it's still not good. No, There's he's fu- still, he's, he's a fucking crazy regular person. Right. Because, you, know, you know, these, again, taking his, its cue from... Every other zombie movie out there, they gotta throw that scene in there. You know who's the real monster? Us or them? Uh, it's us. <laughs> well, he thinks that she might be immune, right? So he, uh, so he changes his uh, tone of voice and then stabs her with some Alvin virus. You know? Yep, just pure injects her with it in her neck. Yep. And she looks like she is immune because she doesn't turn or anything like that. But then he says that they're gonna pick us up on the top of the the air the airport. Yeah. They're gonna pick us on top of the hospital. You know, take us somewhere, so we got to get up there. And that's when she meets the businessman, because as he's trying to sneak out, he gets, like, the front of his foot cut off, and then... That's right. And then the infected dude, like, pukes all over his open wound on his <laughs> foot. <laughs> yeah, this movie's so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. Yeah, he gets... Yeah, as soon as, uh, yeah, he get, gets that cut on his foot, the dude just pukes right in there. It's like... So, um, yeah, so that guy's done. Also, we learned that he's killed all the babies. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Fuck you, the sadness. Yeah. So, like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this guy. But then that's when Cat and the businessman finally meet up, and Cat gets the better of him finally and fucking bashes his face in with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, irreversible style. Yeah. Uh, she, she just, yeah, she bat. You get, of course, you see it everything, because uh, when it comes to regular violence, non sexualized violence, this movie does not look away. So yeah, you finally get to see the businessman die, but at that point, it wasn't nearly as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. Like I thought no. it was going to be one of those like fist pump in the air type moments for me. No, it's anticlimactic. Well, yeah, because of what happened with Molly. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'm like, well, it's you know, he's already fucking done the thing. Like it's you know, he's he's done the worst thing I can think of, especially with my history of not right. liking stuff happening to eyes. Right. 
I, I wrote down here, by the way, in my notes, uh, when that happened, R.I.P. Molly in the worst way. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so when she kills him, I was like, okay, at least that's over with. I don't have to fucking look at this fucking character anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah that's, and then virologist is dead. And then fucking Jim shows back up and he's clearly infected. He's super infected, which, you know, dead people saw that shit coming. And... But here's the thing. So they had, they had like, they wanted him to have, like, it's overly long again, super fucking boring, like, uh, you know, like dialogue with each other of, you know, like this super heartfelt thing because Jim's still got, like, some of himself in there somewhere. Right. And so they had, as, like, as these people do, it's, it's still them technically, but they're just, it's the worst of them. Right. right. So they have, like, this conversation through some bars, but it doesn't mean anything because I don't care about him at all. Yeah. I don't care about Jim. Uh, I don't really care about Kat and Jim. I like Kat as a character, but yeah. I don't care about them together. I want Kat to live because. We've watched her survive all yeah. this crazy shit. That's pretty much the only reason I want her to live, though, is because we've been watching her for ninety minutes. Right? It's not like she's got character depth. Or no, like that. not at all. So, um, yeah, it's he's like uh, he pretty much tells her uh, what is he says something like, uh, "This feels so good, you know, to be infected or whatever." And yeah. all he wants to do is to fucking kill her because uh, you know it, it's gonna feel so, you know shit like that. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Yeah. So she runs up towards the uh, the helicopter upstairs. But the camera the camera stays on Jim. Right. He's just like sitting down and sort of smiling that you know like crazy psychotic smile. Right. And then in the distance you maybe hear some machine gun no, fire. No, you, you do. Yeah. She gets killed and then his smile yeah. gets bigger. And then the, and then the movie the ends. over. And you know what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean that's basically how I felt after yeah. watching this one. And I shrugged my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me your final thoughts on the sadness. Man, uh and the only sadness I felt after this movie was over was that I fucking was subjected to it. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, it's a you know it's a super edgelord type movie uh, that is uh, splatterpunk for splatterpunk's sake. That is super light on story, and that's saying mm-hmm. it lightly. Yeah. And extremely keen on showing you everything, uh, gore wise, which. By the way, uh, I don't know if we we made it clear, but the the practical effects in this movie and it's, it's almost entirely made, you know, with practical effects, are amazing. They're really really well they done. They are good. Uh, kudos to them for doing that. It's really really good. The only thing I could find about who's responsible for for the special effects is a company called, and I don't know if this is correct or not, but it's IFSFX Art Maker. And uh, anyway, these guys did a phenomenal job, and in this movie. That's pretty much its whole reason for existing is to show off those guys' work, is to show off the gore, the violence, and uh, it does like to wallow in the sexual violence uh, quite a bit, which turns me right the hell off. I, yeah. I, 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 there's any way, any I can't think of a faster way for me to tune out of a movie, you know, when it starts doing, you know, besides doing stuff like that. So I don't know who I'd recommend this movie to. Uh, you're the only hardcore horror fan I know. Yeah. I, I can't there's no others that i know and even that would be the only person i would recommend it to uh i would wouldn't even talk about this movie to anybody else yeah, yeah. because people would think i'm insane right <laughs> <laughs> so no i'm not gonna recommend it it's uh not enjoyable not really fun uh it's unless you are a hardcore 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 gore fan 
uh, I say stay far away from the sadness. Uh, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, you know, I was going to mention the fact that I appreciated that the practical effects were there and they did most of that that way, but it's not a good movie. It's just not a very good movie. No. And I didn't really enjoy myself throughout it. I mean, you know, some of the stuff was, you know, funny. It was meant to be. You know, like that, I think that whole, like, gym and the, the basketball place with those guys was supposed to be funny. That was kind of funny, yeah. yeah. Um, and I appreciated the, the effects that they did, but it's there's not enough there. It's just, there's there's other movies, there's numerous other movies that are equally as gory and uh, just are a lot better written. And I think this is one of those movies that was marketed so heavily, and it's got this, you know, you know aura surrounding it. And uh, if you look on IMDb, there's a lot of like glowing reviews and stuff like that. And I think they they those people bought into the marketing, well, and they're not actually looking at it. So I, you know, I, I don't think anybody needs to watch the sadness. It's just not that good. It's the same people that love this movie are the same people that liked the movie Fight Club because of the violence. Right. Where that was not the point of the movie. It, it's just yeah, it, exactly. There's it's a hollow movie with uh, almost zero substance behind it. Uh, for hardcore gore hounds only, if you can stomach this kind of stuff. That, that's it. It's time for the return of Guess the Movie, man. Are you ready? I don't know if I am. It's been a long time. It has. It feels like it's been ages. <laughs> You've been doing those fucking awesome quizzes during the uh, Lovecraftian summer. So it's, uh, you know, it was old Marcus. He made up all those. So those were fucking amazing. So. So, in case you don't know, Guess the Movie is a game we play where one of us picks a movie and tries to get the other one and guess what the title is. And uh, I'm going to bring it back tonight, and we're going to talk about a little ditty from 1974. Okay, all right. All right. Bring on the funk. (laughs) And as I read this description to you tonight, I want you to continue to remind yourself that this movie is not a porno movie. Oh my god, what... what? (laughs) Okay. What are we getting into here? Oh, we're getting into some stuff. All right. It's not a porno movie. Is it a porno movie? It's not a porno movie. <laughs> if you ask yourself that question, just say, no, it's not. It's not a porno movie. All right. All right. Everything on Earth is normal until a bombardment of sex rays is blasted at them from planet porno. Sex rays from planet porno? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> not a porno movie. I was about to... Never mind. Just go. <laughs> hey, Luke, is this a porno movie? That was going to be my question. It's not a porno movie. Okay. Planet porno. All right. This is especially problematic when the sex rays hit a passenger aircraft sending the pilots into a lust-filled romp in the cockpit. <laughs> By the way, I've watched some of this movie. Uh, you can't really find it many places, but there are. It is on the internet. You can find it on the internet. And when the sex rays hit, like there's like uh, like sparkler, like it's like they like you know how like the Disney started that you know like the multi level filming you know. Oh yeah, like, like superimposed like layered. Yeah, I swear type. to God, it's somebody just holding a sparkler, oh, my you know, God. in front, and the sex ray sounds are just a bunch of dudes going ba 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 ba. <laughs> Okay. All right. So pilot, the pilots are, uh, you know, in the orgy. And luckily our two heroes are there to help the plane land safely. <laughs> they land the plane near the lab of scientist Flexi Jerkoff. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Not a porno. Come on. <laughs> Who has a plan to stop the sex rays? <laughs> Wait, the this, this scientist... 
Flexi Jerkoff is going to save the he's planet. He's going to save it? Yeah, he's going to save the planet. It doesn't seem like he's going to save it. <laughs> well, not with that name. <laughs> There's he's his, The actor that plays him, too, is uh, really funny, too. Uh-huh. Uh like later on, because there's many times in this movie when sex rays hit and people just go into like a frenzied orgy, and it's like you don't see like much nudity. I mean, it's there, sure. but you don't see. It's just like a bunch of people from the '70s like take all their clothes off and manically laugh and jump on top of each other and wrestle. It's basically <laughs> all it is. Awesome. And like our two heroes and Flexi Jerkoff are in their spaceship on the way to Planet Porno later, and they get hit by the sex rays, so they have a three way. And, uh, like, it has it, and then it cuts away, and then it's got him, like, Flexi Jerkoff putting on his coat, and he's like, Ugh, if that happens again, I'm gonna have to take myself a little nap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, all right. All right. So, boarding Dr. Jerkoff's spaceship shaped like what you think it would be like. Dick, it's a dick. <laughs> Our heroes fly to Planet Porno for a showdown with the evil Emperor Wang. <laughs> Unfortunately, as I mentioned before, they are shot down and attacked by several one-eyed penisauruses and are taken before Emperor Wang. <laughs> you should see Luke's face right now. I mean, I'm just going to go. It's not a, not a fucking porno All right. movie. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Will our hero save the day or fall victim to Wang's evil orgy of death? God, either one will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, clue number one. Are you ready? Okay. The title of this movie is also the name of the hero. Okay. All right, and I, I guess I should I should redo this that. Is... And it's like it's and it's like it's like a known superhero, like to our world, it's like a known superhero. Okay. Okay. So if you haven't guessed already, this movie is a spoof. Okay. Okay. It's a full on spoof. Gotcha. It's almost like watching Airplane. That's how like how like tongue in cheek they get with the jokes. Okay. All right, number two. As I said before, this movie is a spoof of a trilogy of famous movies made off of a comic book serial from the 1930s. Okay. And the movies they're spoofing were made in like the 50s, I think. Gotcha. All right. This is like a well-known hero. Maybe not so now, but definitely back then. Okay. Number three. The names in the movie are all slightly changed from their real names in the original comic book series. So you have Dale Arder instead of Dale Arden. You have Emperor Wang instead of Emperor Ming. And Dr. Flexi Jerkoff instead of Dr. Alexei Zarkov. <laughs> I've left out the main character, as that is also the title of the movie. Okay. Okay. Man. This is, so this is a serial from the 50s? 30s. The comic 30s. book series was from the 30s, but then they made a trilogy of movies in the 50s. In the 50s. Yeah, or maybe the 60s. I'm not sure. This is in America? Yeah. I can't think of what it would be. I, uh... So I, I assume, I, I sort of figured you might not have a guess. So this is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to give you the name of the superhero. Okay. And you need to come out, come up with its spoofed name. And that is the name of this movie. Okay. All right. The hero is Flash Gordon. Oh, man. Okay. I, it briefly entered my mind as Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon? Is that. So what's the spoof name that they came up with? Flash Gordon... Pornified? Uh, let's see. It would be no, Flash Boner. I don't. <laughs> I, Flash Flash born, Boner is a funny name. No, it's it's um it's uh Flesh Gordon. Oh, Flesh Gordon. Of course, of course. Uh, I highly recommend that you look up Flesh Gordon. Any anybody listening to this, 
Is that the, the name internet. of the movie? The is name Flesh is Gordon? Flesh Gordon. I, I highly recommend that you look it up and just watch like 20 minutes of it. It's pretty hilarious and like only something that it would have been made in the 70s. I was gonna, I was gonna guess sex rays from Planet Porno until you told me the last part of it. <laughs> Oh my god, this is insane. We're back! <laughs> hey man, we came back strong. <laughs> Some fucked up shit today. <laughs> the Review to Death podcast is written and produced by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Review to Death. Thank you for listening. Luke, tell us what's coming up next. Coming up next, I'm pretty excited to be checking out another dick mass joint called Amsterdam. That's pretty much all I got. Later, Gators. He's, bar- he's We haven't seen him in a while, man. Since, since, the, since the phone call. By the way, you, you, you turned into bad Christopher Walken there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> 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 Dude, bad Christopher I can't, I can't, I can't do bad Christopher Walken on cue like you can. It's gonna happen as an accident. You fucking did it, you fucking did it man. You were... <laughs> bad Christopher Walken should be a, a recurring character. We should just like introduce him every so often. Hey man, you can. Like if the guy in the hazmat suit right now was bad Christopher Walken, he'd be like, I want you to get in that shower and <laughs> <laughs> Sunsy's <he's> on. <laughs>